Talking Sauce, episode five. We got a special guest. Um, he's he's been a guest before. Welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> Cody. I think this makes it now over fifty percent of the mm-hmm. podcast. So it's yep. no now not a guest. Okay. I'm, I'm back you're right. to being a part of it. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's he's three out of five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We'll you don't won the series. I'll give you, I'll give yeah. you that. Well, we still got to go to seven. We still got to go see what happens. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is a seven-game series. Yeah. Don't toot your Fair horn enough. too much just yet. Yeah. All right? <laughs> I do want to get real quick before we jump into things, uh, get back into something that you said, I'm pointing at Josh, uh, last week that is one of the funniest things that I've heard, and I've heard this before, and it might have been from you. Go ahead. But the... Uh, the Justin Falk, Lord Farquaad. Oh, yeah. Thing. <laughs> Holy fuck. It looks just like it Lord Farquaad. so funny. <laughs> he just, there's something about him, man. It's just not right. Dude, yeah. it's just, I was listening to it uh, today. Yeah. And, uh, man. Not a real fan. Killed me. <laughs> killed me. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's about the only thing. He looks, like, he looks like your little brother took your favorite Lego and then put a different head. On that Lego's <laughs> body, and just did like some. Yeah. Or it's a surgery. Lego and then a Roblox head. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a Mega Block. Yeah. Two, two, two things that just don't really yeah. fit, but look like. But they're together. Yeah, Shouts out, Falk. Shouts out, Falk. Keep doing kind you, of, you know. Get off my team. <laughs> nah. just get off the, no, maybe not get off the team, but fucking get turn into a, the first a top six play. forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a right hander anyway, dude. Yeah. Just just play play forward. Just play yeah, forward. Just play forward. Whatever. The Ryan Murphy experience. The Brett Burns. Experience. The reverse Brett Burns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While he's at the end of the prime of Dustin his career. Dustin Bufflin, too. Dustin Bufflin. I don't remember which one he started at. I think Burns started as a winger. I don't I remember think, which, Buff, which one Bufflin started as. I think he started as a winger. Did he? Mm-hmm. Man. With Chicago, right? Isn't that... Uh, wasn't he a winger? Or is he a defenseman team, in Chicago? I'm not 100% sure. I know he played for the Thrashers. I mm. want to say he played for the Thrashers first. He might have. Hence why, he had, why yeah. he's with the Jets now. Yeah. But I'm not 100% well, sure. Did he go Chicago Thrashers, then move over with the Jets? I feel like this is something we should know. No, I, I feel like he was on the Thrashers, played for Chicago, won some cups. Mm. Won one of those, one was in that whole three out of five. He was in some of those. Two or one of those. I think you're right. And then, and then went back to Winnipeg when they became a team. Mm. Again. I think you're probably right. Um, at least that's how my memory serves. Mm. I, I really don't know. Cody's actively fact-checking. <laughs> I would be, but Josh, you have... Internet problems. I cut bum, the internet bum, off again. Bum. Yeah, I don't pay my internet bill. Who does though? You know, you have neighbors. That's that's <laughs> what stealing your neighbor's Wi-Fi yeah. is for. Yeah, no, I just click the little Wi-Fi symbol, and there's about you know there's about forty different ones that pop up. Mm-hmm. And you know, two or three of them aren't secured. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whose are we using today? Yeah, we're, we're back on. We're back on. We're back up. Cody just knows my Wi-Fi password. Now. <laughs> sweet, sweet. <laughs> And it's my social security number, so yeah. that's weird. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So he was drafted in 05 to Chicago. Mm. Ah, then was he did he did play with the Thrashers for the one year. For the they one switched. year. Yep. Mm. And then went back to Chicago? Uh no. Who did he play for after that? He's been from he's been on Winnipeg since he left Chicago. Which wait? What year did he play in uh, Chicago? He was in Chicago from '05 to 2010. And then he was in Atlanta from the. That, so then he got traded. You just after said the he played there for one year. He played there for. He played in Atlanta for one year. Oh, yeah, he was oh. he was in there. I guess the last year of Atlanta. Yeah, he yeah. was in the last the final year of the Thrashers. Gotcha. Damn. R.I.P. to Thrashers. Yeah, 
Still yeah. probably one of my least favorite jerseys, but definitely. Yeah. What an ugly jersey. Yeah. yeah. And shouts out, isn't that Dom Waddell though? I mean, I always appreciated them because they were just kind of <laughs> like a padding for for our division. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just gave us that extra, as then especially too when Tampa wasn't too good, mm-hmm. too great. Besides in 04. Um and that's a big argument people had too back when it was the the one eight two six two seven seating was that the Hurricanes could be at the top of their division because our division was so crap. Yeah. That we probably, you know, to other fans, other divisions didn't think we deserved. Well, it's not like that now, and people still complain about the yeah. way it's set up. But mm-hmm. Well, now, it's, I mean, people are always going to make it in the playoffs that people are going to say don't deserve to make it in the playoffs. Definitely, so. yeah. You just got to be good. Be good. And win your last three games. So one of the things we want to do, and we're going to introduce it on this podcast, uh, this episode, is, you know, given the episode number it is, being number five, we figured we'd take a minute or two to talk about good old Nicky Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best offensive defensemen to ever play. Without a doubt. You know, depending on what year you were born. I mean, probably just one of the best defensemen Definitely. to ever play. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, the guys put up some crazy numbers. Um, one of the things that I always thought was interesting was that he was never really a big playoff performer. He kind of always coasted in the playoffs in terms of points, um, with the exception of when they beat the Hurricanes in 2002. Wah, wah, wah. He won the Conn Smythe that year as a playoff MVP. He had 16 points in 23 games. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what a beast. What an absolute beast. His last year, or second to last year, in uh, the 2010-2011 season, he had 62 points in 82 games. Didn't miss a single game that year. And how old was he? 40 years old. 40 years old. Yeah, because he's 48. Na- that's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's because uh, I think he's 48 now. Yeah, and that was 2011. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was 40, he was 40 years old. Won the Norris Trophy. Mm-hmm. He won the Norris Trophy that year. He's won the Norris Trophy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Mm-hmm. And he played through some tough years of the way the league of was. Of the organization, yeah. yeah. But also, too, he played in a, on a Red Wings team that didn't have a salary cap. Yeah. <laughs> and, had, <laughs> and had guys like Sergei Fedorov. Uh, you know, Stevie Y, mm. Brendan Shanahan. There were a couple Pavel guys Datsuk. to worry about. There, there was one or two other guys to worry about yeah. on the team, you could say. Definitely. Um, Some would argue. But, hey. They did it. Would they have been as good without number five? Probably, Probably not. not. Probably not. Mm. They would have been good. They would have mm. been still one of the best teams of that era. He was wearing a letter on that team. Mm. So He was the C. Yeah. I think for a long time. I don't know how long he had the captaincy exactly, but, you know, look. Long-standing mm-hmm. captain for sure, um, yeah. Played his entire professional career with the Red Wings as well, yeah. Which is sick. The only time this uh, just always looks cool to have right. as your career path. I guess uh, I think in was it ninety four ninety five he took a brief stint, went back to the Swedish league. So there you go. But he also played. 40, the it must have been a lock. Yeah, it must have been a lockout year because he played forty three games for the Wings that year too. So played two leagues that year. There you go. Shots out him. Got a couple games in. Um, hmm. I was the games the seasons used to be longer (laughs) in 92 93 in 93 94 it says he played 84 games both seasons that can't be right I don't know maybe playoffs well no because that's that's just regular season there's a whole separate column for the playoffs anyway well (laughs) well I was gonna say did I was gonna say if he was traded from a team is it possible no but he's played his whole career I see what you're saying yeah, yeah that's happened to people but no Interesting. That's, yeah, I don't know, that's weird. Maybe he just decided. He's like, well, I'm just going to play two more games. <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah. Put it up there. That, yeah, well, those were both after his rookie year. 
Let's see, in his rookie year, he had 60 points in 80 games in his rookie season. And he had played three seasons in the Swedish league. Um, so, you know, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't a, 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 an unprofessional yeah. player by any means. But still, that's, that's sick. Yeah. To so, begin and end your career with almost an identical season. No kidding. Yeah. Shouts out Alex Ovechkin. He'll probably do something similar. Can't wait for the steep fall off, dude. Oh, you can't. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy. Um, but no, shouts out five. Yeah. For sure. Number shouts five. out the fifth episode of this podcast. Talking Sauce episode number five. Not the like Nick Lidstrom <laughs> of episodes. Hey, I like that. For sure. Um, and moving on. Dude, what about that uh, Byron fight against Uyghur? I mean... That's, I mean, I don't know how anyone else thought it was going to end. Well, they, do you Byron, know why they fought? Well, because Byron had hit, not, uh, got suspended, hurt Uyghur with the, I don't remember the hit yeah. itself. Back it was January. It was bad. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. It was mm-hmm. a really high hit to the head. Right. And so I, don't re- I remember seeing it. I, can't, I didn't go back and watch it once the fight happened. But. Um, I, and I guess, you know, for those who don't know, they squared up. They knuckled mm-hmm. up. They, you know, and it, it was a very mutual Fight. Yeah. They, I think it was on the center mm-hmm. ice face-off, right on the wings. Pretty much, some, yeah. Yeah, and they, they stepped back, started throwing them. Yep. Well, one guy started throwing them. <laughs> Byron got dropped pretty Byron quick. Yeah. With a mean uh-huh. uppercut. A mean uppercut. So bad. On the, just, I mean, that's that's the off button right there. Did you like the that Weir went back and, like, tried to see if he was okay? He did, so. I, well, I mean, to, I, you know, well, I mean, especially when you saw, like, kind of his reaction when he did eventually get up. He's, and at the same time, like, he was retaliating for what was, you know... An egregious move on him. Egregious move on him that was a hit to the head. Right. So you don't want to see, like, you want to fight the guy and be like, yeah, you know, I punched you in the well, face. Don't fuck with me. But then you don't... I don't think he wanted to see him Concussed. go out. Like, oh, shit. Like, well, <laughs> that's those, not what I was looking to do. You know what I'm saying? Then why'd you fight him? Because you just want to say, "Look, motherfucker, just you hit me. And I want, I want to, call, I want to call, get my even shot at you now." Well, that mentality, Jacob, is causing people like Byron's agent to speak out and, uh, and say that you know this this type of predatory. I don't know what you call it predatory, yeah. but this this type of of excessive violence mm-hmm. in well, the he game. Was, we're talking about the code, right? Quote, and, and in respects to the quote unquote code, um, I mean. From what I understand about this nonsensical, unwritten, quote-unquote, code, is everything checks. You know, they mm-hmm. fought. Or I'm sorry, there was a, there was a dirty hit. Yep. The guy who hit him, he wants to fight him. Mm-hmm. They fought. It ends a little, you know, uh, ends a little differently than you really want. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're in that fight, but still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, I agree. I, I think that it works itself out. Uh, I'd much rather people see people fight like that and then make sure like once when someone does get injured make sure that someone's okay rather see that than people like actually going out there and trying to murder each other right Mm -hmm. because that is you know that's when you can get some real injuries going and uh, definitely exactly Um, and uh there's also you know he he fell to his he fell right right he got punched did did he definitely go did he go unconscious no, because no, I because I watch like I watch a yeah, lot I'm not, of. I'm not sure. That's what I I'm wa- saying. I watch a lot, of, you know, a lot of UFC and stuff, and you see like guys will get hit, and it's not, they're not, you know, in the head. You're 100 percent clear. Right. But you just get hit, and it's like, oh, there goes my legs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he got he, he got 
he was definitely dazed when he mm-hmm. eventually did get up. The ref kind of helped oh, him off. Yeah, and then I he, remember he, and then he slipped and he slipped kind of that. backwards and yeah. almost fell. And if the ref wasn't holding him, he would have fallen right on I his ass. I think that so he visual was, evidence he was qualifies right. as, as not maybe knocked out, but you you experienced some sort of he head trauma for sure. For sure. Definitely, definitely head trauma. Yeah, for sure. You were. Uh, Maybe a couple Z's. But at the same, but you ran through that guy's head a couple months back. Right. Whether And I'm sure when you did that, you weren't looking to take a guy out of the game for, for a couple sure. weeks. Hey, but, at least Byron's could see this one coming. Yeah. Well, we, we didn't see that and, hit coming. And in regards to, like, you know, protecting players and things mm-hmm. like that, I I know there's still a lot, yet, le, a lot left yet to be discovered about concussion research Definitely. and the effects on, you know, hits to the head and what qualifies as a concussion and all this other stuff. But we're at, we are at a point where people know what they're signing up for to the point of, I don't know. What, what, what would you say in terms of the actual risk there is now versus 10 years ago, right? As what far are you as saying? Definitely better. I mean, just with equipment changes. Well, not even just like the safety in it, just what they know they're signing up for in terms of what could happen. When you still, oh, as the far guarantees as, of the guarantees of as far as getting hurt, or right. are you saying as far as fighting somebody, what they know, what they're signing up for? Well, just okay. When you're a professional hockey player, you know that fighting could a fight could happen that you could okay, find yourself okay. in a fight. Okay, you just mean what and they're with, signing up for with this league in general? Yes, and okay. with with that understanding and with the knowledge that we do have about hits to the head now versus just ten years ago, mm-hmm. how much can you really blame the league for? In terms of they didn't right. make you fight. Now there's a lot of guys who can who can make the argument that they had to do that yeah. to exist in the National Hockey especially League. I'm not saying anything in, against those guys. Especially in older versions of our right. National Hockey League. Right, like uh, uh, Knuckles Nyland yeah. going back a little bit, and now like Daniel Carcillo is yeah. a big advocate of things like that. But that mm-hmm. was a type of player who who was put in a lot of different positions where he didn't have a choice. It was either that yeah. or you don't get to play in this league. Mm-hmm. There's next to no player like that being at least. Uh, you know, brought up through a system that way. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that's just not how the league is is set is designed. It's anymore. not. Yeah, those those kinds of like you have to have skill to play in the league today. I can only think about uh, goon. Yeah, <laughs> but classic. So I, I'm I'm a I think fighting should stay. Just that's my position. Yeah. I I think fighting is a good thing for the league. I think it's a good thing for the game on a night in night out basis. Because, you know, they, you can always threaten the um, the committee is going to, you know, come and suspend you. But, you know, it, it listed like the Byron hit on Uyghur in that game. That happens in the first period. I don't know when it happened. Listed, like, that incident happens in the first period. That guy can know I'm probably going to have to answer for that this, like, before, maybe before this period's over. Right. Where, you know, if... You, if it's a you know, guy who's known for dirty play, if you let the the league has league can't step into the end of that game. Right. Sure, you get a game or two if you're a repeat offender. It changes, yada yada yada. But I think fighting policing the game as it's happening is better for all players involved. As it's happening, mm-hmm. it's going to have a more immediate impact. And I don't, I really don't think fights are even all that frequent anymore. They're no. not, and, and, I, I, and especially hits like. Like that on that Byron, that is even more infrequent. Exactly, and especially because no one's trying to do it. Right. Yeah. You could say in the '90s and in the '80s, 
Scott Stevens. They were trying, yeah. <laughs> they were aiming for heads. Without a doubt. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people think Tom Wilson aims for heads, but yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. But he doesn't. <laughs> well, if you if you were to play Tom Wilson <laughs> and Scott Stevens highlights, yeah, Scott uh, Tom Wilson would look like looks a much clean cleaner as a player. whistle, man. He looks clean <laughs> as a whistle compared to Scott Stevens. Definitely. Stevens. And for, Scott for, Stevens for sure. was even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> he was aiming up for your head. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Throw elbows on yeah. every single one of yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Poor Eric Lindros. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, I think it should be treated and, and should should only happen in the same way and the same frequency that it does like in other professional contact sports where it's not allowed. Football, basketball, mm-hmm. even though it's not so much contact, contact happens. You yeah. know, get in the paint shit. When a fight breaks out in football, it happens a couple times a season, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. Very few games, mind yeah. you, for the ratio aspect of it. But, you know, those are big no-nos. They're try to get broken up immediately and stuff yeah. like that, but punches get thrown. I just feel like when that happens, it shouldn't be a surprise mm-hmm. because it's it, these are these are testosterone-fueled athletes yeah. hitting each other. Hitting exactly. each other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, not a, there's not necessarily a component of wanting to inflict harm on your opponent, but there's definitely an aspect of physically dominating them so yeah. you can win this competition. Mm-hmm. That's certainly to a... Uh, impose uh, your will for the 60 minutes. It's a very literal part of the game. Now, football, yeah. that's more... Mm-hmm. Specific to than than hockey per se, but there's there's an absolute physical element, and and that can lead to someone getting over frustrated and wanting mm. to throw a punch or two. Well, it, and yeah, it, it's if it's a willing combatant, let it happen. Was, uh, well, so I was gonna say that's that's the thing though is in football is it's often not a willing person, which is why they always if one punch is thrown at all like it's like a brawl between people. It's right. not just like it'd be great if but one person swung a punch and everyone just kind of got in a circle I and think, just let I the think two people go at I it. I think that has a lot to do with the the dynamic that exists where that player probably knows because they can't get away with it and they know that it's not set up to allow them to fight. That the only way they probably think they can get a good punch in is through a sneak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas if he knew he could look at that dude, agree right. to take their helmets yeah. off, and throw a couple blows at the logo of the 50-yard line, he mm-hmm. probably wouldn't sneak punch him. Exactly. Or at least he wouldn't feel well, as compelled to. XFL. Let's bring or, it back. Hey. Well, what I, well, and kind of what you were saying is the NHL has their, quote-unquote, the code. There's a system in place to go about settling those types of, you know, dirty hits, crazy incidents, whereas... In other leagues, how you're saying it's sneak punches or like, you know, another Carolina example from 2016 when Josh Norman and Odell Beckham got into it for that one game. And it was basically Odell Beckham every play. Josh Norman would be going to tackle whoever had the ball and he would making a block and basically just try to spear him in the head. Yeah. Until, and it just, you know, and then as other teammates, you're seeing your guy getting speared in the head. Right, because emotions flare and no one knows, there's nothing, because it's like, whoa. If I push him, I'm getting kicked out of this game. Now I've hurt my team. Uh-huh. If I have to wait for him to do something, I still can't wear in hockey. And Two guys, drop your gloves. It's going to be a fight. Everyone know, no one's going to go down a man for this. These guys go sit five minutes. After, Take a timeout, buddy. And after two and a half minutes, you're tired from fighting's exhausting. I don't know if ever, anyone's ever done and it. And these fights last... And that's the thing. They, they let them go until the fight usually looks like it's stopped yeah. often in the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's between the players, maybe. Yeah, you, nowadays, sometimes they get their feet tangled up and goes, but eventually yeah. dudes will just give up, lean at each other, give each other a pat. Yeah, just then the lock come up, in and kind pulling of, close. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, they it's clinch. a mutual end. Yeah, like in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's ending. Mm-hmm. That's when the linemen break. And what, that last 
20 seconds right. at most. You know what that's I mean? A lo- 20 seconds that's a is a fight. long fight. I don't know how many people have been in fights, but that's a long <laughs> fight, man. It's be t- exhausting. Yeah, 20 seconds in, you're looking It's you're impressive looking to get when a UFC guy yeah. does five five-minute yeah. rounds, okay? That's insane. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a system. Go about it. No one's team. The team dynamic's not hurt. Go cool off two minutes, five minutes. Two minutes in, you've already forgotten what you're fighting about. Mm-hmm. And it's then... You can watch. I you can watch. I'm sure go back far enough before fighting was half the attraction. Right. It's different. Broad Street, but, Broad Street bully days. Yeah. But you you look that all conflict will end. Like a team, you can feel it building in a game. The hits get a little bit. They're seeing what the refs let them do. Some guy finally crossed that line. The fight happens. What, what the, the refs will let him do? Yeah. Just like you brought up with the Odell thing, the players know the rules. They're mm-hmm. very aware of what the rules are, and what yeah. that allows them to do it allows them to tiptoe between the the gray areas of mm-hmm. what's breaking those rules. Mm-hmm. And when that's in a contact sport, that's going to involve excessive excessive quote unquote violence, as yeah. some might put it. But there's going to be there's going to be uh, they're going to try to see what they can get away with mm-hmm. all the time. And in hockey, the beauty of that is they allow them to. They allow the players who have the best look of that than anyone else yep. on the ice address it themselves. And yeah, that exactly. is why hockey mm-hmm. should be in fighting. And even if they don't have the best look... Fighting should be in hockey. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but not even the best look, just the That's best feel Josh. for the game, you know? Just, Thank God Cody's yeah. back! <laughs> <laughs> Holding it all together. The next UFC fight I watched, they just needed to do it on a frozen octagon. <laughs> on skates. <laughs> No, no, no! Like they're they're fighting on a frozen octagon <laughs> the same way they do fight, and then, and then halfway through they just start throwing equipment <laughs> over, and then it's like a uh, it's like a table, ladders, and chairs situation. Just start <laughs> using the equipment as you can get it on. <laughs> it's like a battle royale situation, and then, then they then they bring they drop this goal down, and then you the first one to score a goal wins. Okay, yeah. all right. I, that's why you got to get all the equipment on. I get, we should start that league. We should start that being a thing. I think that is. They're already like in uh, in French Canada. There's a couple. There's a couple <laughs> hockey leagues that are pretty much just like goon brawls, dude. I can't remember what the names of them are, but there's, oh, there's yeah. leagues like that for fighters, mm. for sure. Tough life. They're all French. Short careers. <laughs> Real short careers. A lot of turnover in those leagues. <laughs> a lot of NHLers who don't make it. Yeah, for sure. Another thing, I don't think the league. Maybe not nowadays. Gets... They all go overseas. Yeah, and good on them. Uh, I don't think the league. The, gets enough credit for which, you know, there's still the like how you were saying falling and hitting your head, but the leaving your helmet on, mm-hmm. where if one guy takes it off and the other guy doesn't, there's an additional penalty for the guy who took his helmet off initially. Mm. So you, it, but if both players take it off, it's negated. If no one takes their helmet off, no penalties. I think that's huge because that incentivizes leaving your helmet. You know, if in like Byron's situation, he left his helmet on. He kind of knew he was going to get his ass kicked here. But, you know, it's at some level you can tuck your head, don't get caught with an uppercut. Tuck your chin a little yeah. bit. <laughs> say, there's nothing you can do for but, an uppercut. But I think ha- giving them the option and kind of incentivizing leaving your helmet on is a huge, is a huge deal for Absolutely. preventing uh, brain But at injuries. the same time, um, you know, a lot of people get fucked up from those visors getting broken from getting punched in the side of the head and your visor cracks and you got a big gash on your eyebrow. Yeah, or, I mean, punching, your a, hand, yeah. punching a helmet. Fucking Tim Gleason broke yeah. his hand that way. Exactly. Shattered but you, again, knowing the risk, you don't really yeah. have sympathy for the guy punching a fucking yeah, helmet. Yeah, Just like I don't have sympathy for a guy willingly combating in a fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't fight. Yeah. 
Because and we and to Uyghur's credit, the fight yet be allowed to. To Uyghur's credit, he did say he was like I asked him, and I you know he was he made it. and I'm sure in retrospect he's going to make it sound like he was going to be cool whether or not Byron fought him. But he said he was like I it, like I just I wanted my chance. He could have said no. Like he would absolutely call him a pussy if he didn't. Uh, oh, for sure. So would his entire sure. team. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he would have hurt but, it hard. I don't think. Which there's definitely a conversation to be had maybe there about you know. What that whether or not that's okay, right? That whether you're forcing someone that they ah. have to fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what but it is. But to some that's, level, that's, that's just trying to get in your promise. opponent's head. You never, you well, know I don't disagree yeah. with that. But again, but, that's there's levels to it. But I guess more the, the point I was more making is would does Byron turning down that fight does that do they does it then make it an edgy where Uyghurs trying to take Byron out? Is like, oh, you're not going to fight me? Well, then now. I'm going to try to take your head off. That's what happens. Right. Well, so, yeah. That's what yeah. happens. And it may be Uyghur himself won't take it on, won't take that uh, task on, but one of his teammates might. Yeah. But I was just or saying, more, to, more we, than one, to Uyghur's God credit, he, made, he was, he uh, made it sound like that's not what, that's not what his goal was to right. try to, you know. But that brings it right back full circle to the whole checks and balances thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what the fighting does. Definitely. Um, women's hockey. Women's hockey. How many teams did you say were in the Nationals League? Uh, so in the National League, it was five. In the Canadian League, it was six. But before, but let's preface all this with uh, three weeks ago, we missed covering it, but the uh, NHL, what was the name of that committee that they... I don't know. Uh, You're the holder of all it, the knowledge. I had it written down. Actually, I think it's in the... Now we'll never know. It's in, the, it's in like the podcast notes on the drive. Oh, why don't you just say so? Because uh, I couldn't remember. If oh, I got it down. open right here. The hockey, the female ho- hockey advisory. I cannot talk today. The female hockey advisory committee. Yeah, yeah. They put that was three weeks ago. They brought that together, and so I think it between the league and the PA. It features a couple of the Hillary Knight. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the women that was she one of the women at the All Star game. Uh she was probably in attendance, but she mm-hmm. wasn't one of the. Cause she's I, like one I of think the, one of the, the women retired. on the ice. Or they're they're also a part of that committee. Gotcha. But uh, so yeah, that you know, big step for women's hockey. Big voice in the uh, PA in the league. Yeah, because it's a bummer that the uh, the women's Canadian league folded mm-hmm. um, after twelve seasons. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say they had a pretty decent run. Right. Not a nonprofit league, but it's almost even more impressive. Isn't the, the MLB set up as a nonprofit or the NFL? I think it's the NFL that's set up as technically set up as a nonprofit. Uh, I, NCAA is. NCAA is a well, nonprofit. Well, you know that's bullshit. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the worst. Yeah. That's a I'm not sure about the other league. NFL or MLB. I don't. No, I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. And then also, too, with that, um, as far as when both leagues existed, too, I guess Batman always had his his views on not wanting mm-hmm. to get too involved right, while neutral. both existed. Yeah. Yeah, right. Not deciding which one lives and which one dies. He was because, a lawyer before he did this. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. If but that doesn't show. An NHL endorsement for one of those at the time Huge. would have decided, that would decide which yes. one lives, which one dies. Right. Um, and maybe, you know, conspiracy theorists, maybe maybe they did decide, you know. They, there was one league's for-profit, the National Women's Hockey League, and then the... And that's the one we're going to back, and they're just not going to let that statement get out there. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I'm just, or that's how it went down. Because the uh, none of the, no one knew that this league was going to fold. 
the sure. Canadians Women's Hockey League. None, yeah. of the, none of the players did. None of the play. None right. of the general managers. Because didn't all the players just like tweet it when, when they? It was like it out? a also there was a conference call or something this you morning or do. yesterday or whatever between the all the GMs and then then the owner who told them basically mm-hmm. that it was done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No. So That's how literally, it was, done. It was wow. just like they they got a call Sunday morning like it's over. And then yeah, they, they folded. Bummer. Real bummer. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a few there's a few women, a few ladies who were depending on mm-hmm. whatever income that was providing. Well, there um, was I mean there were six teams, so yeah. I mean that's that's at least six full hockey rosters of right, people, twenty plus people. Yeah. So, but I mean, if, if I'm being honest, I I like the idea of there only being one. Sure. Um, well, there has especially to be. because. Yeah. You know, and and we we found out today that they're probably bringing in um, the the National Women's League is probably bringing in a team from from Montreal, right. from Toronto, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully they can get another one from from Canada soon. But that way, when there is just the one, then hopefully there will be a better, um, you know, kind of merging with the NHL, mm-hmm. um, kind yeah. of like what we were talking about. I think it's just it that would make it a lot a lot better. Um, and then what I'm also curious to know is will those teams now you know, from the people from the Canadian Women's Hockey League, is that going to make the National Women's Hockey League more competitive? Now, there's a lot of people that are probably really good in that league that now cannot play. Mm. I don't know. So they're going to come over and, I mean, it'll just be, it'll make it more, like I said, more competitive. Definitely. I yeah. mean, absolutely. They're going to pull the talent, better. for sure. Yeah, they're going to pull all the talent. The talent's going to come over and, but... I mean, there's probably a lot of the there's probably a lot of women on those teams that they they weren't making their living off of that. No, a so, lot of them had different jobs. Yeah, yeah. Right. so it's like, oh sure. well, now it's just now my hockey team's gone. My family is still here. You know what I'm saying? And that's fortunate. Yeah, yeah. For any of them who can now spend more time with their family and loved yeah. ones, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Really, it's a positive thing. Right. That's, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, you could yeah. always start that blog you wanted to start. Yeah. <laughs> whatever other hobbies they had in mind. Do you always restore doing, that dude. old car sitting in the driveway? Yeah. Start a hockey podcast. Start a hockey <laughs> podcast. That's what happened. Our, our league folded. That's yeah, why we're yeah. here. <laughs> we all quit our beer league. Like, oh, what are we going to do? No, we were in a pro league. What are you talking about? Yeah, wink, right. wink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got kicked our off the checkers. Our pro league folded. Yeah. We had to start a podcast, Jacob. Christ. That's the story. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and which now the... they need... So what they what they really should do is add three Canadian teams because I looked at it. So prior to adding two today, there were five teams. So now there's seven. That's I it? thought there were six, and I there was, was going to be eight. More than that, like no, 10 there's or five. Damn, there's five. Mm-hmm. Now there's seven. Why mm-hmm. not? There were six in the Canadian. Yeah. So there were six in the Canadian, five in the national one. Mm-hmm. But why not add three? So then it's an even eight instead of making it seven. Yeah. yeah, it's just. I guess I mean, we're, maybe that's just not where the money is. Yes, yeah, so because the that was the big difference between the two leagues was Cana- Canadian league was technically a non-profit league, mm. whereas the national league for profit. is for profit. Which you got it. And how did the Canadian one fall? Like, how? Why did they fold and not the national one then? Because well, I think they were solely supported on. I actually have. Well, I guess it, you're, then you're talking about different countries' ways in which they support nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. No, uh, God, yeah. Their event total event and team sales, uh, including like tickets, everything, accounted for only twenty three percent of all the money they brought in. And then their merchandise was two, but the rest of that was then covered by donors. I'm sorry, you said how much percentage was the merchandise? Two percent. Oh, see, well, I was just about to say that can't be the case. Your what? merch has to be up there. Yeah, yeah. There's, Look there's, at I mean, the Hurricanes got to, especially talking about the mm-hmm. Hurricanes. 
compared to their ticket sales, they got to be doing well on merch. If they oh yeah, to do well. well, that bunch of jerk shirt was their best selling piece of merchandise since like the oh, since the oh six since the oh six just Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup. Yeah, shirt. That does yeah. not yeah. surprise me at all. But have to be. Yeah, there's not so, a single piece of marketing mm-hmm. uh, criteria or anything they've been able to use that good since. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but and so like the rest of their money was based off of donations and the well, they were splitting their money up 50 50 right which yeah in total was only fifty thousand dollars each that's nothing which nothing, now which nothing. now i did see though that Bettman has now changed it so now he's given the full hundred thousand to uh the national one mm-hmm. but I at see. the same it was, time yeah right because it was 50 50 yeah. but now he's now, now why is it that full number? why is it 100k yeah is it based I'm, on like an investment like return on investment i imagine Maybe somehow, some way. I imagine they started. I imagine they started this years ago, sure. and it was just like we're gonna give these women some money to play right. with. Well, I guess then, what I'm saying is like, if it, especially if it's based on that, like some archaic commitment, like a hundred thousand is nothing, dude. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's that was kind of gonna be where I was gonna try to take the conversation. Tax write off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure at some level it probably is, especially for the when it, but it was. With the that Canadian. said, why doesn't he throw like a, a couple? Couple million. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, dude, Chris Letang just paid fifty thousand dollars for that kid's surgery, which is awesome. That is. But awesome. the league is making so much money that you could double. They could double that easily, easily, and not miss it. The shouts out women hockey for sure. I feel like there was more to say about that. I forgot what we were talking about. That was the end of the of the no, of the bullets mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, and we have because you said the whole thing about them unifying and. We still haven't even really talked about the Hurricanes. No, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about the playoffs or the Hurricanes or uh, Stick and Puck, which I don't know if we really even – We can we probably don't have We can to, touch yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, I was or Ovechkin. We don't need to talk about Ovechkin. I was just about ass. to bring it up, you fucking jerk. He just, he just recently fucking – he's now in a category. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm not super shit. familiar with this. If you, I'm pulling with it all the Yeah, I have no idea yeah, what, I'm pulling it what happened. But, I mean, it's definitely – there's an even big. There's probably that could be something we could dig into, in an, in like the off season too. Is really oh like, we're gonna break that down like to the probabilities and yeah, all of that shit. What he, what he would realistically have to do versus what. Yeah. Historically, I'm, I'm gonna do some light yeah. math here in a second, um, just just for the sake of strength, like you know. There, there's a lot to talk about with the Fox situation. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. I'm very uh, ignorant to it, but I do know there's been a... Didn't he recently decide he's going to... He wants to... He just stay at Harvard. Well, Well, that, but there's something else he just came out and said. He he wants to uh, be traded. He wants to go to another team. There you go. Ideally, I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was something. Ideally, he wants to sign a contract as That's soon what as possible, is. burn a year of his entry-level contract while really not playing a year of Which hockey. Which you can do. Yeah. He wants, and which then, is like, so this kid's like pretty much being the snottiest little bitch he can be, is pretty yeah, much what he's doing. Yeah, well, so I was listening. I was just saying, isn't it, was it VC? Was he a Harvard kid? Like, why? Well, Donato like, was, right? I, I think, uh, yes, because he yeah, went to Harvard yeah. while he was still uh, yeah. Right, so why did Fox just so do that? Sick. I'm he pretty said, sure. He said no one gave a fuck. Do what? <laughs> oh, no, the difference is, because is this we actually talked about this on the last episode, because um, Harvard's, Harvard's just is in Massachusetts. It, yeah. the, I forget the town that it's in, but it's like 30 minutes from downtown Boston. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying, why doesn't Fox try to go to Boston? Oh, he wants to jump well, to the, into the Bruins. Oh, insane. if he does, yeah, that's probably what he yeah. wants to do. Fuck him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, well, Barry, the I, the word is he wants to go to the Rangers. Fuck him. But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, the, why don't isn't that was Jimmy Hayes drafted or did he? You mean VC? That? 
Vesey. Yeah, yeah, no, he yeah. was he was drafted by the Predators, um, and then uh, and never never played. Yeah, he wait he waited. I, yeah, he was drafted pretty. I think he was drafted before his junior year. Really, I want to say. I think yeah, I think he was yeah. drafted at eighteen nineteen, um, and then because it wasn't like an early round pick necessarily, yeah. um, and then played all four years at uh, at Harvard. Um, so is that the connection to Fox to the Rangers? Then is that why? Probably, mm. maybe. I don't know. Mm. I just know because I, again, I wasn't too totally sure. We're talking about this whole Adam Fox thing without even like going into it. <laughs> we should have just kept going with it and just made that the segment. Well, I was, yeah, we can use. Well, because well, talking... I glanced over and I looked at the Ovechkin thing, and that made me think, I was like, oh, yeah, we were going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm saying we're already Welcome. into it. You can just get that segment out of the way. Yeah, we'll keep going. Say what you said again. But, uh, shit. Oh, it was Fox. So it was Fox and VC. That's probably the connection to the Rangers. I guess. I mean, I really don't know. All I know is he's a dick. Yeah. But, again, but... you can't really blame the guy for not wanting to play here. Well, or... and a, he, he wants the quickest path. He also wants the quickest path to getting paid. And I and we always talk about that that I'm almost I'm like ninety five percent of the time going to be on the player's side definitely versus the organization in the league or, just or just what fits the perfect world idea of like this is where a player should go because this is the most deserving team or you know what I mean well that but also just like they're you know, go go get paid from yeah. these billionaires as fast as possible yeah, and I think yeah. that's what he's trying he wants to get sign that ELC never have to, yeah. have to put his there's Body in danger in the league for another year, yep. and then two years from now he gets to sign. Graduate from Harvard with a degree in communications. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, whatever the Liberal lowest. Arts. Yeah, no, who knows? I'm sure he's a very bright individual. He did get into Harvard. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That know, wasn't man. all because of hockey. I mean, Do we know definitely some donations. Yeah. Do we know yeah. <laughs> Lori Laughlin or whatever. For sure. I mean, every bit counts. They probably donated like. 15, 20 grand. Mm-hmm. Probably is nothing to Harvard, too. They're 15, yeah, let's, 20 grand. Let's well, not have... They'll take it. Let's not have the hurricane. You still have to get a guest parking contract. Pass. You get, you have Harvard 20 grand. You still got to get a guest parking pass to come drive on campus, dude. Say it again? What? So if you, give <laughs> what? Har- if you what? donate Harvard 20 grand, you probably still have to get a guest pass to come on campus, Yeah, probably, dude. dude. That doesn't even cover, like, a semester <laughs> of tuition. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't give a fuck it's about a 20 grand. It is a cheeseburger. Fuck. That's the twenty grand is what you pay for like the semester long like meal plan at the calf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to eat for free. Yeah, but it brings up a you lot. You pay of... twenty grand yeah. to eat for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it brings up, I mean, the whole the trade from the off season. Kind oh, of the, it's the even whole... more meaningless. Yeah. Well, I don't know about meaningless, man. I don't know about meaningless, man. What do you mean, man? <laughs> No, no, Dougie's been Dougie's been great of late. I just hate how long it took him to it leads get the, to this point. Leads the league all defensemen in even strength goals right now, doesn't he? Does he? Pretty yeah. pretty okay. sure. All right. Well, pretty fuck sure. me then. Well, I think like since January. I don't think I'm not it's all sure. year. I'm pretty sure it's not all year. I think it's I think I it's know. since I was just so sweet on Hannafin and this this Fox stuff is kind of a kick in the balls. Yeah. Han Dougie's having a better season than Hannafin. True. And uh, seeing almost, I think almost two like minutes. Six years older, but whatever. Two more. Uh, I think he's only five years old. Yeah, Dougie's only twenty six. Right? real salty. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he's seen almost two more minutes a game than Hamilton is. And you mean Hannafin? No, no. Hannafin's seeing almost two more minutes a game than Hamilton is. 
You've seen more time? More time. Yeah, but more time less on production. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it's all, it's near, I think, uh, I mean, I guess Hamilton I'm thinking of in has, terms of if you're a player, you want more time. Like, no, no, no. Hamilton's not stoked on that. He wants more minutes. I agree, but I'm saying Hamilton is having more of an impact with less time on the I ice. That's what you're saying. Probably sees less. I mean, Hamilton doesn't see much power play time either. Well, that's what. Hannafin probably doesn't behind He's Giordano, still in Gior- Giordano's yeah, shadow, was, which is a massive that, shadow. Hamilton not being on the power play one and having fucking Falk on there infuriates me to no end. Without right. a doubt. But it's as far as. so. It's, yeah, no, there's, I could talk for hours about why, <laughs> about just the Hurricanes' power play. Not but, very good. But you put Hamilton in there, and it's a solid lineup. Yeah. It is, but, I mean, our lineup should, it's still just, from a system standpoint, sucks. From right. Like, like, there's no body the way they movement. run it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I think Falk has more to do with that than people really want to blame him for, as far as moving the puck along the blue line. But... <laughs> Back to the trade. If we don't sign Furlan this off season, which I think God, is I have my, even that's not even in my mind, dude. He's gone. I don't think I don't think so. Only because now, okay. When I backtrack here, I think he'll probably still leave. I think it's more like I think it's far more likely now that he will resign than people. Like I think the league thinks. Okay, this is how I would where. Before the trade deadline, ninety-five to five. He might be happier here than than originally people thought. Might be happier here. I think the market for market for him has. He's more aware off. of what that is. Well, it's yeah. definitely cooled off. It's cooled off for him. He's been playing. You know, he's had. There's the injury thing. People are going to look at. He's made a glass. He he's played sixty-eight games this year. So, and then uh, I all on top of all of that, the faith that the organization showed in him at the trade deadline, where they were like, look. We know that you've made it clear you don't want to sign the deals that we've offered. We've made it clear we don't want to meet the terms that you have. But it's worth it to us to keep you here for, you know, if we lose you for nothing in the offseason, we lose you for nothing. And I think that faith showed, I think that the faith that they showed to have, they want him in the locker room, I think means more to a, to a player. Hence than, the word meaningless. No, I mean you still get Dougie Hamilton and all that. It's just, it's just again, it's a kick in the balls. It is a kick. I'm not saying we won the trade. I'm just, I don't think it's another super notch in the belt of bad trades, dude. I don't think it's super lot. I don't really, I don't think it's that lopsided. For what Furland did for if next year we continue the same pace, what Furland did for the mindset of the locker room was huge. I agree. I think, and we still have Dougie for two more years. They've got the Calgary has, uh, I mean, like ten million dollars and. Six years of contract wrapped up in Lindholm and Hannafin. So they do. Got to hope they, I mean, pan all the way out. I mean, I really don't think Hannafin's going to be a, a, be a bust of any kind. I mean, going to be a bust. He's, he's going to be a top two defenseman in the NHL. You think? Yeah. Well, he started the season, like, on a tear. Yeah. And he's been, I think, the last, like, 10, 15 games, he's had, like, He's he's an extremely similar player to Mark Giordano, and when again when you're behind that dude, you're just not going to get the shine. No, I agree. I agree. Hamilton's got no. But one there's to, also a level, a layer of protection for being behind that guy as well. I just I just don't think he needs it. There's no, there's no, and there's no evidence that he needs it. He he'll imagine him playing all that time with Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau. What do you mean? All the time that Giordano's getting with, with Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monahan right now, imagine Hannafin getting all those minutes. 
how oh, much. Oh, I just I meant from a defensive. I'm talking about from the defensive assignment standpoint. I'll be fine. I'm just. I mean that that was always his kind of weakness here. Right, because that's not the type of defenseman he is. But neither is Mark Giordano. He's a. Giordano's a really he's really a point good. getting goal scoring thirty goal a year type of defenseman. That's why he's always he's in the all, North He's a top pairing shutdown guy too. Block a I'm not shot, saying he's not, but that's not the best part of his game. Offense is without a question the best part of Mark Giordano's game. That's what he's known for. He's fucking offensive I thought, defenseman. I thought he was just known for being a sh- up and down two way defenseman that is really good at both and like maybe you would describe elite. like. Maybe describe a guy like a Shea like, Weber or like a Peter Angelo like that, but Giordano's an offensive dude. I'm Absolutely. sure, just in the same way that Dowdy's an offensive dude, but is also a shutdown yeah, defenseman. But, yeah, he's. I think he's more like in the Headman conference, like elite, elite, both sides of the both sides of the game. That's what I was saying. That's literally I'm, what I said. No, that's Dowdy. I'm not putting Headman. I'm not putting. I'm sorry. I'm not putting Giordano oh. in that category, dude. He's offensive. He's, so you would say he's not an elite shutdown defenseman? No. You not, don't think so? Not compared to his offensive game. If we're talking about his offensive game, if we're talking about the way he plays the game, is not the fucking def- is not a overly defensive mindset versus offensive. He drives. He's like a he's like a left-handed Eric Carlson more than anything. I thought he's been putting up like really good sixty-point seasons, and then this season has been a breakout as far as goal scoring, offense, like... No, dude, he's the, had 30... He's one, uh, He was in the Norris conversation a year or two, though. He had, like, a 30-goal season that year. Oh. Do you have well, his stats up? No. Useless. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> I'm settling this fucking shit right now. Maybe we are trying to figure out how two people from the Oilers lead the or in the top six... And points this year if they can't make the playoffs. Oh, they're it's so bad. Because it's Connor That's McDavid and the really good guy who plays with Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just like Nuge. Really? Got to get there a little bit. Um, so it wasn't 30, it was 21. 21 a couple years ago. I mean, still a lot of goals for defensemen. I've never, like, I'm not saying that he is not like an elite offensive defenseman. I mean, this is his best year for plus minus. A D guy, okay, a good that, D guy, okay, we're not gonna a good get D guy is not gonna have a bad plus minus. A good, that's not true. A good solid. That's not true. Consistent okay, year have, to year. Consistent we, year to year. We're not. We don't. We. I don't have the stats. Consistent in front year of to year. Here. We're not gonna get in the plus minus argument. It's the look. <laughs> it's the look. That's what Dude. it's for. It's the quick look. Dude, fuck the look. There's so much more that goes into plus minus. There's so like there's so many factors that it's. That go into your plus minus. It's like no, it's not. If you're on the ice for a goal four, there are so many things that you're not controlling when you're. He could he could have especially in your defenseman. It means a way more. He could have excellent you could excellent defensive positioning. My guy taken out of the play, and so he's just but but, but he never gets off. He never gets on the ice at the right time. He's just like getting no, on the ice every the time other, they get scored if the on. Other, if one of the other four guys on the ice score a goal. It could there could be a play complete on the other other side of the ice, two guys give and go. One, he scores. That was on my defensive partner. My guy's locked down. I did everything I was supposed to do. There's nothing I can do to help what just happened over there. That's not a good reflection of your defensive ability. Yes, in that in that bubble, in every other aspect of what the Dude, what the, the entire, stat what do you is. Mean? The in the the entire game, you're only responsible for the piece of ice. 
that you that you are occupying the but that's plate. not what the stat stands for that's never what it's and, been it's never the, been anything that's else I'm, that's what i'm saying it's a bad stat it's i don't care bad. about it's a bad stat it's that's, not that bad it's a bad stat it's not it's a bad stat <laughs> there's it could be worse there could definitely be it's not the worst stat it could but be worse. i don't think it's a good indicator of whether or not you're a good driver of offensive play whether you're shutting other players down defensively never said it was the best never even said it was good it's a look. You did just say it was good. I you just, just said, I it said it's not bad. <laughs> I said, well, if, if I'm sorry, if I said it was a good stat, I just meant that in the counter that it's not a bad stat, but it's <laughs> if, it's a look. It is a look. Because you're a not look. a fucking statistician. But, I'm not a fucking statistician. <laughs> you don't fucking but, know. I don't fucking know. This tells you how many times they're on the ice when they score, how many times when they're on the ice when they fucking get scored on. You can kind of go, ah, eh, well, he's probably fucking up a little bit. You can probably fucking go, eh, he's probably he's fucking doing all right. I think this that's year, fair. In the, the same year that where you're saying he's doing great, he just happens to be a plus 39, his best plus minus of his career. With the team eh. playing great. And that's With also what it means. Team playing that's great. That's also what it means. It but means he's not am, fucking up. That's what I'm saying. Not going, I'm not going... The plus minus cannot be used as an argument to tell me that he has not been an elite shutdown defenseman I'll his whole career. I will, I, and will, that's, I will give you that. That's where the <laughs> argument started. Don't say it's where well, the no, whole that's argument where has, started. Yes, that is where it started, but that's not what it turned into. It turned into what plus what plus minus really means. Yeah, and I, I said... And we, you took I, it there. I, you I, took it I there. said I, we're not going to talk about but plus you minus. About <laughs> you kept saying it. You had to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Now you defended your argument. I, def- I feel like I defended my argument. I respect there's, there's your a, argument. There's a good podcast that can be had with the pl- just around the plus minus stat. That this we isn't can over. Get into. Nah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Laid to rest for now. Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the best. All right. Fucking someone debate me on this. The best goal scorer in the history. The well, history. He's no Jeff Skinner, dude. <laughs> you're right. He is no Jeff Skinner, man. What a savage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, no, Ovi, uh, just recently, an absolute beast. I think it was against Tampa. Yeah, that that the game they won, they won five to two against Tampa. Shouts out to them. Um, he is now in a category only with Wayne Gretzky and Mike Bossy for players who have scored fifty goals in eight or more seasons in the National Hockey League. That's nuts. That's crazy. Um, and disgusting. When when he does it again next year. He'll tie that record at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Some people think he can break Gretzky's record. I've Eight, heard talk. 894 is the record. And right now he's at 658. So, uh, that's so what's the difference? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to do some quick maths. So, quick maths. One plus one. That's two. Prepared. Oh, I got shit prepared. I just, all I have prepared is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 894. And I, I, I'm not even 1,000% sure that is the record. I'm like, 99% sure that is a record, 894. Someone tell me I'm wrong. It's just my memory. He does this math after every goal of Etchkin scores, though, so yeah, I think he's probably going to be correct. <laughs> what do you got on that? 894. Bam. Mm-hmm. Money. Um, And the difference is 236. That's a lot of goals. Now let's just oh, let's just bullshit real quick. Wait, how much? Two, 236. That's not that many, mm. but it's... That's five, that's five years, five more years at 50 goals a year. It's 4.72, <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. Uh, uh, that, seasons. That's a, and how old are they? 
He is. He's not a, he's he's not like a young man. He's 33, though. He's, he's 33. Not, he's not a young that's man. That's not... Now, well, we let's just talk talking about it like about, this. Let's talk about We're talking about, about like Nick Lindstrom at this podcast. That's exactly what I was going to bring up, Jacob. Thank you. Nick Lindstrom, at 40 years old, had 62 points. He's a mm-hmm. defenseman, so the goal scoring is not going to be in the same, lean the same way. But the possibility, the possibility, and I'm not even really going to think too much about it, but let's just say he plays till he's 40, mm-hmm. okay? That's seven more seasons. You know, he could turn yeah. 34 coming up, but let's just, you know, let's say it's plus or minus... Say it's six more six, seasons. Right, yeah. Let's go just to be fair that he doesn't make it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's six more seasons. Like 35-ish. And, and so, you know, on an average, yeah, let's do it like that. Let's say he does. Let's say he scores 35 goals in those six seasons. That would, that would still be 210. So what did I say? 235 was it the number? I think mm-hmm, it was. Yeah. So he'd still be like 25 short. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like, <laughs> It's like forty a year. It's not impossible, dude. I it's think it's not, like, it's, and then yeah, it's like six seasons, seven seasons at like thir- forty goals. And when least. you can buy, when you combine that with the fact that there's never been a year where he scored less, he's never scored less than thirty. Mm-hmm. He's never scored less than thirty goals. Yeah. So, based on that, I mean, there's a lot of years where he scored forty or more. There's mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, there's a lot of years. What's where the he's, highest he's ever had? The highest he ever had was uh, sixty. I know it's sixty something. It's ridiculous. Sixty-five. That's just bonkers. Yeah, it was sixty-five <laughs> in uh, 08, which is, is disgusting. That, is that eight ninety-four? That's is that playoffs or just regular? regular That's the season regular season goals. goals. Yeah. That's regular okay. season goals. Yeah, yeah. So that is the so playoffs. Won't he won't? Yeah. Have so he doesn't have much more time to add onto this, this season time. yeah this right. season he's about done he barely mm-hmm. broke 50 but that, again he broke 50 at 30 yeah sorry he had 51 because he scored his 51st yeah. that same game um absolute monster dude and that's the thing and talking about the next couple seasons he's at 51 this year it was uh 2014 the 2013 2014 season to the 2015 2016 mm-hmm. season he went 51 53 and 50 yeah uh that year I mean, there's I've, there's nothing to say he can't have another next two years like that, and then yeah. he'll be 135 goals from the record. I think the onus is going to fall on the management keeping the right like a team, a koozie, yeah, a yeah that needs to yeah. keep that team around him because like he's got the Ovechkin's office, like it, he owns a spot on the ice. It's known unanimous, unanimously throughout hockey. It's that's Ovechkin's office. Right. He's got that shot. That shot's good for 35 goals a year. And he's got it so mechanically perfected that if you can keep it, that I like, I don't think that that's 20 power, that's 15, 20 power play goals a year. Like it's just, it, it, if you can, the t- if the team can keep uh, players around him that can help support the team and not make him their everything, then well, I think he can absolutely. And keep people distracted. Yeah, and because you know I mean? with with aging and the way science is, I think people we're going to see athletes play longer and longer, yep. more often. And ju- I, I Dude. think he can definitely do it if the if the team around him supports him. In the basically. lockout year, he played forty eight games and scored thirty two goals. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely stupid. Yeah, well, you're talking about his his office and especially on the power play, obviously. But it seems like. I mean, it's so well known where he's yeah. going to be at, that mm-hmm. and, and they still cannot stop him. And someone's yeah. going to have to figure that out, whether it be during the playoffs when you play him for six or seven games in a row. Mm-hmm. But someone's going to figure out how to shut that shot down, and whoever can do that can beat the Capitals. What if well, I told you his average is forty-seven goals a year? 
<laughs> so let's just let's just again do some quick math. Let's just say he plays five seasons, mm-hmm. right? At forty-seven goals a year, based on his average, two thirty-five exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, no. Wait a minute! Josh has broke the Da Vinci Code. Wait a minute! <laughs> oh, two thirty-six was the rec. Two thirty-six was the difference. Oh, he'd be one away oh, on his average. Well, look, he'd he be one forty. Look, if he gets year, two dude. or three more goals this year, this year, he's got a couple games to do it. Then it might it might bump it up might that bump average that up. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's spooky. We're gonna have yeah. to get back to that. And what uh, you and, and go, when we do get week. back to it, you're gonna have to look at it. Um, you really have to look at that forty-eight goal, uh, forty-eight game season. You really got to look at that in terms of the 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 ratio How between scoring hurt? goals yeah. converted to an eighty-two yeah. game right. season. Just to be, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll prepare that math mm-hmm. for yeah. the next one. There's also uh, I don't have this, I'm, I'm I, don't, hard. I don't have the stats I don't have the stats on hand but they, you know they how they have the they adjust scoring the scoring errors for the scoring errors yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think Ovechkin blows uh oh he blows bossy. it out of water I think I don't know if he beats Gretzky right but I think he blows Bossy like out just yeah. like a lot of, he blows a lot of guys out of the which water which brings up a whole I don't even know I don't know if this will turn into a conversation but is Ovechkin the most prolific goal scorer that the league has ever seen. In my opinion, yeah. You have to say yeah? Absolutely. About you, Cody, what do you think? I think I think the really a lot of the bias would come in in, in people's ages and in mm-hmm. times that they've watched. Maybe there's a lot of people who don't watch Ovechkin or the game now like they did when um Gretzky played or or other you know, yeah. a, a bunch are skipping my head. Pavel Bure so, and yeah. Mike Medano. A lot of people might say guys like that are, are the most prolific. It yeah. really depends, but I it's think, hard to argue it. I think I would disagree and go with Gretzky for two reasons. Uh, one, because obviously he he's held that record for God knows how long mm-hmm. and, and has a few people, very few people that um, are still chasing that. But two, we were just talking about it, the the variety how Gretzky scored compared to how Ovechkin scores I think makes it different, makes it more dynamic. Um, and, and that is where... More dynamic, yes. But here's where you're dead fucking wrong, because <laughs> because with Ovechkin, totally not a Capitals fan. Yeah. <laughs> with it's o- just it's well, like we said, it's like it's like 45 percent. His goals are it's from that one spot, and that, that, that kind of does take away from the word prolific when you when you talk about in terms of impact and and being dynamic. However, right. and probably even more than 40 percent, right? Who knows? But you know where he's gonna fucking mm-hmm. be. And there's still not a goddamn thing you yeah. can do about it. If you had right. that same, if you had that same number on Gretzky, you'd stop him probably nine out of ten times. The guy was a fucking, he was a wet paper bag out there. If you're asking me what what the one player in history that I want on my power play is, yeah, it's gonna be Ovechkin. It's not gonna be Gretzky. Okay. It would be. Well, I, I might mean, take Kucherov if, if, if I, I could pick one. You could take away. Player. You could take Gretzky's goals off his fucking. Oh, and he still owns the points. And he record. still owns yeah. the points record. <laughs> yeah. That's how fucking good he was at passing yeah. puck. Um, or just how, and that, that's what a lot of people will talk about too. It's a whole different, again, a yeah. whole different debate conversation, mm-hmm. but a lot of people talk about the players that he had to pass to and who could score, Yari Curry and others like yeah. that. Um, actually, you know, he, did, talent was, he would have done that with anyone. but much more talent disparity, I feel like, yeah. in the league at that time mm-hmm. between the top guys. And there'll be people saying that about Backstrom for Ovechkin when the time comes. People, yeah. people oh, yeah. make the, you know people will make that counter argument say if if not for yeah. playing like that you know, the goals twenty thirty years from but now but again he's got that one spot and as long as the puck gets to that spot he can mm-hmm. put it wherever the fuck he yeah wants. like it doesn't it doesn't have to be a power play it doesn't like he's and the, and my thing about that that shot 
isn't hitting this. He's not. It's not always you know blocker side high. Oh, no. He's it's hitting above the leg between well, no, the pad sometimes. He'll hit everywhere. That's what. Like, yeah, he'll, oh, yeah. He'll get like. Mm-hmm. It's his spot, and everyone knows he's shooting it there. But you, you still like the go- He's still beating the. He's goalie. not tied down to one angle. Yeah, right. it's not like he's only beating you to the post, though. I'm sure often just the way the plays work. It's usually he, on that inside. Yeah, post, but above that leg. But that's just always probably be the most open. But right. it's not. I've seen plenty of them where a lot of them they, they overbite and yeah. he goes across their shoulders. Yeah, and the he knows, and often. he knows they're gonna. And yep. it's just he. It's disgusting. The precision's unfair. Yeah, for sure. Um. Obi the Great. <laughs> just, moving on. I just had this visualization. We were talking about, you know, pretty much anyone could could give him the puck as long as he's in that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just had this visualization of, of you, See Josh, centering, centering <laughs> Ovechkin. And probably never, scoring, probably never and you happier. just coming immediately. That was, I was going to say, that was my wet dream last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if we, I bet if you only. if we shave your head... Or we can do. We can somehow make you a. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> we can I'm somehow get them to think that you that you have some type of terminal illness, and we can make this happen. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> like it's that, a okay. good South Park episode. First of all, first of all, if you're saying I look like a sick kid, fuck you. And secondly, <laughs> sick kid with hair. Secondly. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. I was saying, like, shaving the head might help it a little bit. Like a- Jesus. <laughs> well, I just didn't know, like, how... Just a little bit. At least at least go with, like, the really South Park thing. Like, let's put, like, prosthetic ball sack on my chin or something so I can have some this ball sack chin sort of my going more. Is the, the, the ball would only helped a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, if it wasn't the Capitals, we could probably get it over on him, but it's the Capitals, so let's shave his head. So we'll really sell it. So what's this next uh, topic here with, on this podcast with my friends? Oh, shit. Speaking of those caps, they uh, <laughs> rained some terror on the Hurricanes recently. They did a little damage. Yeah. I was at one of them. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was a great game. At least what that one was closer. It the was. one in Washington was 1-4. Yeah. Yeah. D.C. Rough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, it, the energy in the PNC was outstanding. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it was a rough loss, but and I'm sure there were, you know, plenty of you were saying there were plenty of Capitals fans there. Oh my god, yeah, dude. But, our whole row. But, yeah, like really. Where were your seats? Um, we were in 107, uh, right in the. So is that? It's like on the side. Yeah. The uh, Caps shoot twice. Okay. It's like on the dots almost. It's like kind of it is. in that. It is. Yeah. It's on the dots, um, and we were probably midway down. Um, so right in Caps territory. Oh, yeah. it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a couple of pretty goals that night. Yeah, yeah. saw Connolly's bar down goal, yeah. saw Fogel's nasty toe drag, mm-hmm. and Deke around the goalie. Um, those were both on that end. Yeah. So good. So Disappointing so good. outcome for the Hurricanes, yeah, without it, a doubt. For sure, and they, they busted both of those. Yeah. Um, and then the the game that we did not discuss, that was last Tuesday, was was that the Capitals game? Mm-hmm. Last it Tuesday was. was the Capitals. Yeah. And then after both of those losses, we squeezed that win. Mm. It was it was better than a squeeze. Yeah, say we we outclassed the Flyers. I guess I mean out of the out of the four games. Oh series. yeah, out of the yeah, series. Yeah, no, yeah, we 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 whooped Pop that ass. Out, thank God. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I just did, went out of the four. The final storm surge that wasn't the final storm surge that was the final storm surge. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Do it one one last time for the fans. Fuck it. Yeah, you know? and for anyone who missed it, uh, the home game against the Capitals, it was that was going to be <laughs> mm-hmm. win or lose. Justin Williams tweeted out that uh, that was going to be the final storm surge, win or yep. lose. 
But did they do anything? They didn't. They didn't. Um, I think he meant like, the, like even if we in lose, this, game, this right. is going to be the last okay. one. Right. This was. This would be the last yeah. one. So my question was: so I wasn't able to watch the the end of the Philly game. Um, did do you think the did the fans just bully them into doing something? Like, did they start the skull clap? Or? No, no, there was no clap or not. Because again, so there was no clap. Okay. Yeah, I think it was more of a surprise, right? It was a surprise, and part of it's also they do the whole jersey giveaway thing after, oh, yeah. and there's a production. People they have always to let, stay for that shit anyway. Yeah, they, people have, to, but there's a production like coordination with television that has to be done, and. So they were just like right after it was done, they did the skate down, jump into the boards, right? Like so how I they saw, started yeah. it, yeah. So there's I saw no the actual, anything, okay. Though. So because I saw the actual them, you know, going back to the boards, yeah. but I couldn't remember if there was a skull clap or not. There wasn't. Interesting. Okay. A little less formal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all Which right. Which it is. Well, for the that's that was my fit when they ran and jumped into the boards. I was like, oh, this is this is dope. That, I, that was always my favorite. That was my yeah. favorite one originally. Yeah. Well, I guess beside aside from that one because it's like. Oddly, the throwback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Air quotes. Well, uh, which one did you like the most? Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, I, I like the the bat flip. Yeah, bat flip was pretty sick. Um, I'm trying to especially because the, the water, the water being dumped on yeah. them afterwards. Like, yeah, there was a lot of little touches. The theatrics to it. were right. very, yeah. very it good. Was, uh, yeah, I thought the duck hunt one turned out oh, pretty cool. Just very like, cool. just like the way it all came together. I was like, oh yeah, no, that was that like that was really, that was really dope, but. I would say the the Thor one too was was good. Those are also good. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, TVR's slammer, dude. The slam dunk, yeah, dude. Yeah, he and jammed then, it. And then he on did, skates. He did it on skates, and then he did the uh, it was Vince Carter the game over. Oh, did he? Dunk I didn't even that. After it was oh, done, Carter, he got dude. in the camera and did the game. He, yeah, it was. And I think it was Dougie who was uh, went down and started slapping the ice right after he nice. did it. Yeah, very um, nice. No, there's all there's a lot of little touches that are yeah. dope to see. Very good. But and I know so <clears throat> obviously I wasn't here last week to to uh, get in about this, but. We were talking. You guys were talking about the uh, the storm 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 surges going into the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I I think that it should. I don't think they should do it with every home win. Um, I think it should be, and, and this might be a, a, a interesting take on it. But the last, even if we lose, like the if like if we if we lose. The last, last night, just last do right, do something because for the you know we've we we've made the playoffs. It's it's been a long road. Like it, I think that would be a really maybe. Cool I don't think well, the players on, are going to want to be out there. Well, not only all. that too, because you also got to think about the handshakes. Yeah, and then yeah. and then on top of all that, you know, like it's going to have to be like they can't just do the board slam thing again. It's got to be like they're going to do like a twelve minute <laughs> <laughs> like, like a theatrical be... <laughs> production, man. They're just gonna one by one. There's going to be a piano. Yeah, spotlights with like mm-hmm. a music number. Yeah, guitar solo. Definitely going really to be a saxophone solo, yeah. dude. Justin Will- playing the sax. We are going to get they all Justin Williams. We are going to get a Justin Williams serenade though, so that'll be cool, right? The, at least six minutes of that is going to be Justin Williams passionately singing from. <laughs> you can only hope. Him and Dougie, dude, out there duetting. So we so we beat the Flyers. <laughs> um, were you at that game? Uh, no. I was ah. in Knoxville. Oh. Did you, you go to that game? Go look at my package. It wasn't that game. I forgot Jesus about Christ, that. Jesus Christ, Jacob. Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm looking at one of you like, yeah. when you went to that game? I can't remember who. How it, was that one? It was awesome. You yeah. Know? They did, did the last surge. I mean, we we just won. We outclassed them for three periods. Well, I mean, the thing is, is the Hurricanes are in that must-win yeah. territory. And then following that, uh, at the Penguins, they lost 3-1. 
mm. which again, not a good team to lose to at the nope. worst possible time. And that that four game that one hurt. Yeah, that, that game was fucking rough. Those four games going uh one and three is is terrible for them. Yeah. Put them in the second wild card spot that ever feared second wild card spot puts them in a matchup with yeah. the Lightning. Um, I'm not even thinking about. Th- like as I'm not as far as just like right, and we've said it play, over and yeah. over. We just want to make it yeah. to the playoffs. Fuck yep. the lineups. Fuck which position. But yeah. it is still scary territory. Well, when I mean, you go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know, it it obviously is scary territory. But we we did play well with them at this that last Tampa game. The score was yeah. absolutely was worse than the actual game itself. But it it gave me a little bit of uh. You know, reassurance that if we do end up with them, that we could play with them. Well, that home game against the Capitals, too, was the same mm-hmm. thing. The way yeah. they were mixing it up after the whistles yeah. and just the intensity of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this this is a playoff team, no it, doubt. There was yeah. not a di- – I mean, from what I've seen, I'm nobody, but not a doubt in my mind with are they not a playoff team. Yeah. Well, and it, I just – I think – and they're, like, to some level, it's – we're that team that nobody, like – wants to play in the first round not that they're afraid we're going to beat them but it's just that it's like oh like we're not going to roll over you know what i'm saying the way we're built is just we're we can skate with anybody we're just we don't have you know tampa's offensive talent yeah that we that just some of that top end elite offensive talent we're missing right but any way we get in the playoffs i'll take yeah it'd be nice if we had a guy who could score 120 Plus points. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. It'd be pretty sick. What does he have right I think now? any team. <laughs> Literally sure. any team. Kucherov with 125 points. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, I think any team in the league would want him. That'd be a pretty <laughs> big plus for sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it puts the Hurricanes in that territory where they can lose. And the teams mm-hmm. that they, they're competing, Columbus and Montreal especially. Um, have they been winning their games as of late? Yes. Columbus just mm-hmm. won uh, four zip against Buffalo, which, you know, that's – a game you might not expect them to win necessarily, yeah. but it's like, all right, well, that's you know, the mm-hmm. advantage, advantage of Columbus, yeah. And then Montreal beat Winnipeg three to one, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. And they're coming in hot, that's yeah. the thing, is they, they really mm-hmm. have kind of been falling behind until, yeah. until recently, and now they're coming in wanting that spot, yeah, one point behind us. Mm-hmm. But also, all three of those teams have three games left, mm-hmm. and all three of those teams play tonight, yep, <laughs> against it's a big night. Three of the top in the East. Go ahead. Which is (laughs) nuts to think about. It's like just such good hockey tonight. But so obviously, so the the Hurricanes with the Maple Leaves, uh, Boston is in Columbus, and Tampa Bay is in Montreal. Fuck. So yeah, I mean. That's good hockey. That's great Mm -hmm. hockey. Um, Some people might say it's great hockey for those other three teams, uh, depending on how you want to look at it. But the Hurricanes have to win tonight. In Columbus's eyes, they have to win tonight. Yeah. Montreal's eyes, they have to win tonight. Everybody win to out. win out. I mean, you, Everybody's goal is just to win out these last three games. Win out, and then you don't have to worry what the other teams yeah. do. True. Mm-hmm. That's That's got to be the mentality. Well, I think Montreal, like, they don't control their own destiny being with three games left and one Correct. point behind us. Right. Yes. But, uh... And that was me knocking on all the wood I could find around me. <laughs> Shouts out all the wood in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the so, juju away. It's just crazy to think about, though, that one week ago today, there was slight conversation around us taking the first in the Metro, and now one week later, 
we might not even get a wild card. Well, yeah. It was those two Caps games. The, that's yeah, what the two Caps. That's, 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 that's what it was. Yeah. If I mean, we could have just had two but points. But just how close, how close. In the same group. aspect, people were, some Races. people were saying Toronto possibly was going to get out, knocked out of the playoffs. That's or, fair. Um, and they are technically have clinched. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've clinched, but, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. Always. Uh, and it goes to show. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So then after the game tonight against Toronto, uh, we have the Devils on Saturday, which is the last home game. No, not Saturday. Thursday, which is the last home game, uh, which I'll be at. It's going to be a good time. Sick. Hopefully, I mean, it's going to be a, a, a very important game, one would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we end the season Saturday against Philly, which is, you would think, an easy win again. You would think. Um, Philly's got... Philly would love to play spoiler, I'm sure. I mean, we I'm just excited. Did it. Well, right, but I'm excited that if we if we win tonight, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that we could walk away with six points. I see. Knock on wood again. Knock on all the wood. Just the way, just the way, I see. What, yeah, because just and that's just the way the Hurricanes mm-hmm. play too. Is they get a little yeah. cold and then they get hot. Um, not what you want going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But we definitely have the easiest schedule of the three remaining teams. Well, with that in mind. What is the schedule of the last two, aside from the games they have tonight? So Montreal has Tampa, Washington, Toronto. <clears throat> <laughs> that is, but that's also, you got to wonder, what, what do those three teams, how much do they have to play for through these last, through their last games? That's a good point. Well, I mean, for Washington, they might want the top spot in the Metro. You're right. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... They're but they're in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And it's gonna be. They're not playing against teams that are out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Columbus plays Boston Rangers, Senators. Well, so that sucks. The, but the Senators haven't been playing bad. They beat Toronto not not long ago. Um, and the Rangers they got in like three fights or something just the other <laughs> night. So they're ready. They're ready to go too. Yeah. Anything can happen. They're down man. for whatever. And you want those teams to fucking win. Yeah. So. Fuck. And it's in New York, so anything can happen, dude. Yeah, so with all that schedule talk said, the Hurricanes got to win out these last few games. Yep. Um, Control our own destiny. We got to finish it. For sure. It's in their hands. Um, man. This win in Toronto mm-hmm. is going to be huge. Yoge. Yoge. Ready for some meaningful They've been streaky, hockey. too. They, they've lost some games, yeah. so hopefully that tradition keeps going. Yep. Um, God, we got to play we hard. Sparks playing. Hard, so... That's true, yeah. Anderson plays fucking a million games this season. Mm-hmm. He played all 82. <laughs> Not his choice, dude, but... No pity for Frederick Anderson, dude. None. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're the workhorse. You got to have someone else who can really, literally back him up. Well, he went, he, he redra- we drafted him, and then he redrafted. That's why. Is that true? Yeah. Wow, I did not mm-hmm. know that. Bummer. Yeah. On Frederick Anderson. Yeah. yeah well, you get a peen. For real. I didn't even know that. What year was that? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. And, ha- so, and then he ended up with the Ducks? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. I'll be damned. Fuck Freddie Anderson. Fuck the Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say fuck the Maple Leafs, though, can you? Why? I guess we can. Fuck them. <laughs> I feel like 
<laughs> There's a whole. There's a lot of people. It's a lot. It's a lot of hockey people. There's a lot of hockey people. Fuck Freddie Anderson. Fuck the Maple Leafs. This is Ben talking sauce. As the signaling out too. It's like four thing. Like if you if you don't remember anything, remember this. <laughs> so you all have that you all have eight followers, line. but here's a cease dude, and that desist. That should be our tagline, dude. dude. <laughs> every bio, every social media bio, is just that's, fuck Freddie that, Anderson, fuck the Maple Leafs. In that when we have when we have a hundred followers, and the 99th one goes, "Hey, remember that fucking." But 98 of our fans hate the Maple Leafs. No, it's like because 40 of them like them. He helped that other 40 that we fucking hate them. They okay, that's why we got to brand it. And then we get blacklisted. In Canada. No, 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 we got to brand it. Eastern we got to brand well. And we'll get the right, you know, marketed people backing us. Now? Or, or, or just. We'll get everyone who hates the Maple Leafs. They're out there. If we brand hard yeah, enough, yeah, called Montreal. Fans. If, if we brand they don't speak hard English. enough, there's a couple of them. We can fuck Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Gary Price. Fuck, fuck Gary Price. Fuck Montreal. Fuck Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess I guess we just got we gotta end it. We just gotta get out of here. Pretty much where we're at. Just put a fucking bullet in this one, dude. <laughs> so follow us at Talking Sauce Pod on all platforms. All of them. No underscore. Respect the underscore. Continue to respect the mother effing underscore. No underscore. That's the one thing that they learned from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Of all the you important remember, lessons and gems we drop. Yeah, if you don't remember anything else, remember. At Talking Sauce Pod. Respect it. Respect the underscore. No underscore. Went out.